0: This week, we are delighted to be sponsored by Pickertail. Now, every primary school teacher knows that we are always trying to promote reading for pleasure. So if you are a teacher listening to this, imagine a platform that allows you to access hundreds of amazing online digital e-books. You can then set up your class with their own logins, so whether they're in class with you or learning from home, they can log in on a digital device and access a wealth of amazing fiction, non-fiction books you can then on the teacher dashboard either assign reading homework or just track all the progress the children are making down to specific words they might be struggling to read. There's the option to read books independently or with audio support. There are then these fun quizzes and phonics activities to check children's understanding of what they've read and it goes right from reception up to year seven. And get this, you can access all of it for free. Yeah, all you need to do is go to pickertail.co.uk forward slash school dash registration, get yourself signed up, get your children logged in, and then just get going with all these amazing interactive online digital e-books. Hello and welcome to episode 79, season 4, episode 19 of Two Mr P's in a podcast. With me, Mr. P. And the other Mr. P. And we are back with our last episode of this term. And what a term (laughs) it has been. (laughs) That day. Um, Yeah, it has been one to remember, to say the very, very least. Who would have known? I remember we were sort of saying when we were doing the Christmas uh, live at. We were sort of going, you know, it's been the toughest term ever known to any teacher. You know, you deserve to have a rest. Join us for the Christmas live. Ep. Little did we know that just around the corner was going to be a term that was even worse uh, and even tougher and harder. But as always, you guys have risen to the challenge, done exactly what you need to do, go beyond, above and beyond like you always do. And yeah. As I always say, I couldn't be more proud to call myself a teacher, part of our profession of education, just seeing how incredible you all are. So, um, yeah, I'll start the episode by just saying a massive thank you uh, for all your hard work, but also a massive thank you for all the support. Obviously, going back into lockdown in January, we started these weekly EPS and we've been averaging around about 70,000 listens a week. Uh, just short of sort of three hundred thousand listens a month, which has just been unbelievable. So, a huge thank you to everyone for your support and uh, everyone listening, leaving reviews, getting involved on the Facebook podcast group. Anything else to add, Adam? No, uh, I just
1: echo what you say. Classic. I love that. Echo what you say. It's such a get out in it. I yeah, sort yeah. Of echo yeah. what he says. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, but seriously, I mean, it has been. It has been. Uh, monumental effort by everyone. And, Ooh. you know, my... Ooh! I know, I know. Listen, Leo, the to Mr. Pierce,
0: Word of the week. <laughs> monumental.
1: New, new, new feature. <laughs> um, Yeah, and uh, it has been an unbelievable effort. And, you know, my term was a term of two halves, really. Uh, obviously, yeah. I was back in work, doing what I needed to do. And then, obviously, I got my shielding letter just after half term. So it's been a bit of a mixed bag for me, but I have to say, just going back to what you were saying about all the really positive feedback about the podcast, about the um, weekly episodes, and I've had some really lovely messages on Instagram. And if you don't follow the two Mister P's on Instagram, get on it because uh, I try and do a little bit of weekly stuff. I do a Saturday morning tune. I know you've been watching lately, and uh, I, did, I just t- flick
0: through him, mate. Just flick through him, you know. Yeah, yeah, stop it. The just scroll through.
1: Well, that's some really lovely messages of people just saying about like, oh, how they feel sorry for me and, and all that. And and, and I, it's just nice to know that it's like... <laughs> why would anyone feel sorry for you? Because obviously I, I don't want to be shielding and I'm like a cage lion.
0: <laughs> uh, I Don't, don't believe lying. a word he says. He's loving life. He's getting <laughs> to do... Chilling out day in day out. He's been so many Netflix shows. He's just you loving life.
1: You are such a liar. <laughs> you're an absolute liar. You know I've been struggling, and now you're making it out to everyone I'm not. Huh. I, I've I've hated the last few weeks, genuinely. The you know I've done. Last week was all right because I I did this thing for comic relief. I created this um staff baby quiz uh, right. at my work. Which was if anyone's not done it, it's such it's such a fun idea. The kids
0: <laughs> Is this where you get pictures it. of the staff as babies?
1: Yeah. Well, the quiz is called staff baby pictures. So yeah, you've 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 hit the nail there, Lee. Well, done. Right.
2: Well, well, uh, you know.
1: get you get pictures of the staff and as babies, and obviously it's up to the children to decide who's who. Now the issue is you know, there's only a couple of guys who work at my school, very few. And um, you know when the quiz went out in 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 my kind of because we split it into key stages. In my key stage, I was the only guy there, so yeah. I sent this really cute baby picture off. Uh, you know the old school when I was dead chubby. The old school <laughs> could could easily be now, um, but it was like when I was chubby with the curly red hair and uh, six six of the upper key stage two children thought that I was a female member of staff who was wearing a green dress in the picture. (laughs) Like, when I got told, they think that you're Rachel. I was like, how? Rachel is wearing a green dress? And also, Rachel's baby picture looks like Rachel. (laughs) Like, my my baby picture, uh, anyway so that was nice and it was nice because obviously all the staff were kind of chucking their baby pictures over and it was just a bit of a giggle That that kind of brightened my week up a little bit um but no take your words back you absolute go you know i've not been loving life and to be fair it's just like yeah you just feel just left out i always feel just left out and and i want to be
0: part of it but you struggle massively living, with fomo don't you
1: yeah massively yeah and and I am um, the good thing is that the the shielding is up I've pretty much been told that uh the shielding when I get to the date that I'm shielding till it'll be over and I'll be back I'll be released into the It's funny isn't it? be like someone's like oh what's the first thing you're going to do when you when yeah when you don't have to shield anymore probably just have a chilled one probably just <laughs> sit on the couch <laughs> recline yeah. watch a bit of tipping point um so yeah, is it, but yeah, just going back, like what a, an amazing job and seeing everyone uh, kind of coming together in, in the kind of the pod community that we've created. And as a thank you for all of that, we are going to put on in, in what, what are we now? 10 days?
0: Nine, I think.
1: Ten, nine, 10 days. Thursday, April.: 1st. Well, No, you've got to
0: get it right. You've got to be specific. It's in nine days. At point of recording, right, right. it'll be nine days. But you might be listening to it tomorrow. So in that case, it's going to be eight days. And then right, the day we're not doing that... a countdown of everyone. <laughs>
1: we're not doing like people who are catching up with the Eps and don't listen to this for two months. Like, well, if you're listening, it was sixty-three days ago. Yeah. Um, but no. So on Thursday, April first, the day before Good Friday, we're putting on another live episode for you and i can i can guarantee i can make you an other mr p promise that this is by a mile going to be the best one yet um and and you know why and
0: you know why because Jameson's is banned, and that's why it's going to be the best one yet because there will not be a Mo's in sight
1: now if you're listening to this and you want (laughs) J-Mo's, let your voice be heard (laughs) Let your no, voice Jema. be heard on the group on the on the insta. But no, on a serious note, get your tickets. It's a it's been a it's been a hell of a couple of months, and this will be a really good time to just have a drink, let your hair down. We've got the drinking bingo getting sorted, we've got your favorite stuff coming back. And if you can't join us live, just get your ticket, then you've got two weeks off at Easter and whatever night that you can have got nothing to watch, a little bit boring. You can bang it on because it is going to be two hours of non stop bants. Non stop
0: bants, non stop bants. We've got some funny, funny stories. Some, uh, yeah, Uh, tasty, juicy stories to share as well, alongside the return of the one and only Nana Maureen. Um, uh, (laughs) Because we did some filming and she is back with an absolute vengeance it is yeah going to be one to remember that's for, that's for sure so you can get your tickets you can just go to the website to mrpeespodcast.com um where you can also then get your tickets for the actual live show because our live tour has been re- rearranged all the new dates are up on the website um there was a bit of an issue for some strange reason with the Norwich show in that the actual venue held back some tickets for some strange reason. But anyway, they've now been released. So if you did go on to the uh, Norwich show and you were like, oh, there's not many tickets left. If you go on again, there's a couple of rows that have been added. I don't know why they've done that. I don't know what the thinking was behind it. But anyway, they've released it, more tickets available. And that will be, I think, if it sells out, which it's not far from, will be our biggest show yet. Um, and then it'll be down to Leicester because I think the venue at Leicester bigger. So it's whether they can outdo Norwich. So maybe we should start squeaky, doing that, building up the shows.
1: Squeaky, squeaky ass time for the two Mr. Peas. <laughs> I'm yeah. going to need two Mr. Poos with nerves.
0: <laughs> but yeah, we're, we're excited about it. We can't wait. So we've got this live show. I mean, the chances are we'll this will probably be the last live ep we do. Uh, this academic year, because if all things go to plan and we're out of lockdown by summer, we will be doing our first live uh, show of the year in Leeds. And I know that one's um, selling well. So again, if you're up up in North near us, because I know that it's quite a few people from our ends. I've had a few people say, oh, can you not do a Manchester show? We did a Manchester show. That was the first show we ever did. And and we've got this show that we want to sort of tour So we've got this one, well, I'll say we've got it nailed down. We had it nailed down when we last did it in Scunthorpe about five years ago. But, you know, so we we want to try and uh, do that as much as possible. I mean, there's the slim chance we might be able to add a few more dates in because we've had quite a few requests from uh, Scotland seems to be popular. A lot of people want us to come to Scotland, Birmingham's another one. So we have got our agent trying to... But the problem that you've got is, you know, for us two where it's completely new... And we're not really, um, you know, this is all completely fresh. You know, you've, you, We're competing with so many established uh, sort of artists and performers who have effectively not been able to do any, any live performance for a couple of years. So there's just a lot of competition to actually get in venues. But we'll, in our agent, we trust to, uh, to hopefully get a couple more shows booked in. But the other thing to mention as well is we are going to be revealing some big, right, some big news in that live episode. So next Thursday, we are going to be kicking it off by sharing with you some big news. We've been keeping it under wraps for a, a couple of months now, but we've finally been given the green light. And so if you do join us live, you'll be the first to find out about what's going to be happening with the Two Mr. P's podcast. So, uh, And then
1: there's, there's also an announcement, isn't there? There's, a, there's like, that's the main announcement. That's the daddy that's yeah. the absolute, that's the big reveal. But then the other Mr. P has his own announcement as well.
0: Oh, which, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 So you're all gonna want to know that. And if you you're all thinking that I'm gonna be saying, you know, that my S T D test came back positive, <laughs> you will be false. It's completely different news. That was that's old news, that. Yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> yeah, so so get your tickets because it's gonna be a night of Celebration of you, it's going to be celebration of the job that we all do, and it's just going to be a goddamn root and good old fashioned
0: loll fest. There we go. So, to Mr. P's podcast.com, or you can go to Eventbrite and just search to Mr. P's podcast, um, or you can go to Mr. P I C T dot eventbrite dot co dot uk. Right, so, uh, do I need to ask how your week's been or? Yeah, um,
1: yeah, please do ask.
0: Uh, I'm just gonna leave it. I'm gonna, you've not been doing anything, have you?
1: No, no, but to be fair, so obviously, under shielding rules, um, you know, I'm not really allowed to go anywhere or in shops or anything, but I can go on a daily walk and things like that. So, um, obviously, I've got a park right outside my house, which is where we kind of go on our daily walks. Now I've been teaching Isla how to ride a bike, yeah, Um uh, and it's been going. It's been going okay. Took her stabilizers off, and then she started kind of going on and on about. I just want my stabilizers on. I want my stabilizers on. So then I had to get tough. And you know, she's there trying to ride a bike. And she's falling off, and I'm holding her and all sorts. And then she keeps going like, "I just want my stabilizers," and I kept going, "Stabilizers." For babies, you're not a baby anymore. You need to learn how to ride this bike. You know, really trying to anyway. She she ended up riding. I sent you the video, didn't I? She ended up riding probably, I don't know, five, five to ten meters, just kind yeah. of on her own. And it was, and I'm sure any parents out there, that first kind of time that your your child rides a bike, it is it is it's an amazing moment. And and with being quiet, I have been Quite down the past few weeks. It was a proper nice pick-me-up. So then she fell off. Standing. Uh, you know, as as she, yeah, as as the ride came to an end. And and I was I was going absolutely sick on this park. I was going mental. I was going, yeah, you've done it. You've only got and done it, girl, and like hugging. And then she gets on a bike and she goes, I just want my stabilizers on. So I looked and I went, seriously. You've just ridden your bike for the first time. Stop talking about your stabilizers. They're gone. They're not going back. Right. <laughs> so, anyway, we do a couple more, couple more laps. And then as we're walking home, Isla just goes, I, she goes quiet. And I went, What's up with you? You should be buzzing. And she went, I just want my stabilizers on. Right. And I turned around to her and I went, You what? And she just went, got ya! (laughs) And I thought, for a four-year-old to absolutely do me like a kipper, like that, I thought,
0: good on you, girl. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? No, I did Well, they say you never forget how to ride a bike, do you? But I had a moment this week where I had to actually question myself as to whether... So, obviously, we've talked previously about uh, me having surgery, a little keel surgery on my knees, and I've been having physio and uh, doing all the exercises and stuff, which has been pretty difficult without gyms because I, I, I know I probably, con- I'm going to contradict myself here, but I'm actually really missing being able to go to the gym, like I've got a little set up in my garage, but it's just not the same. And I got quite into it. I got quite into going to the gym in the morning because I wasn't traveling as much. And obviously I I managed to drop a bit of weight before Christmas, which I subsequently piled back on Um, because this lockdown, I've just not been able to eat right because literally food is the only enjoyment you can get when it, I'm all right during the week, but when it comes to the weekend, it's just, I find it near on impossible just to sort of keep within the calorie counting and all that sort of jazz, because, you know, what else is there to enjoy? What else is there to enjoy okay. at the weekend when you can't do anything else apart from go on a walk? Do you know what I mean? So anyway, I've been doing the physio and my knee's sort of getting there. So I'll go to the physio the other day and she's doing these exercises with, with me and I've been obviously cycling and doing quite a lot of walking. And then she goes, do you know what? I think you're ready to have a go at running. And I was like, really? Do you think, do you think? Because honestly, I probably not ran, like genuinely not ran, I'd say easily for uh, at least two years. Two years I've not run. Now I used to be quite big on running. I went through a stage where every day I'd get up and do a 5K in the morning before I went to school. And again, I dropped quite a lot of weight. And so she said, yeah, just jump on the treadmill, choose a, choose a, a, a speed, that you feel comfortable with, with, and just have a go at running. And I kid you not for a split second, I had the thought, I don't know how to run.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I can't remember how to actually run. I, like, it's been that long. What am I supposed to actually do? Um, and it was quite, I was a little bit nervous to say the least. I think I was nervous because I didn't want to obviously do my knee in again. Um, but yeah I managed to get through it I did five minutes and a light jog and I was absolutely buzzing with myself I've since done another run um and my, my knees my knees are still quite weak um but yeah who uh, I'm, I'm on the recovery track and that's been my, my highlight of the week the fact that I ran for five minutes and it might not sound a lot to people people do couch to 5k in a week or whatever but listen when you've not run for nearly two and a half years because your knees have been dodgy. A little five-minute jog on a treadmill is is a huge achievement. So that's been the
1: highlight. So when so – um, were your palms sweaty as well when you were running? Knees weak, arms are <laughs> yeah. um arms sweaty because I was worried that there was going to be vomit on your sweater, maybe <laughs> – them of mum spaghetti, <laughs> Mum's
0: spaghetti. Yeah, um, the no. way you
1: were like, my knees are weak, my knees are weak. I was thinking he's gonna go for it.
0: <laughs> nah, nah. So, uh, so yeah. So that's been my highlight, and it has been, it has been a very, very difficult term, um, which is going to bring us on to the first feature of the episode. And I'm not going to do it as a rant, uh, as such. It's going to be more of a pointless thing you only see in schools.
2: the pointless
0: things you find in school uh rant slash pointless thing and this is something that someone shared in the podcast group a couple of days ago um and i just think what is the flipping point you know i love i love teachers i think teachers are amazing they work the backsides off but at times we just really do not help ourselves so let's consider this term um we have clearly spent more... majority of children have spent more time at home than they have done in school. You know, we were back for one day in January and then it was, you know, two months of home learning and then a couple of weeks back before Easter. Right. So why in the hell would any school think it would be a good idea to do either, either write a report, like a progress report for this term, or a stretch, even a parent's evening during this term. Like, all I've got... Why? What is the point? Like, if if my kids come home with a report, they've not done up to this point, but who knows? I'm going to (laughs) know. I'm going to know the progress they've made because I've been teaching them and helping them with the work every day since January. I don't need teachers to waste time writing reports to tell me stuff that I already know because I was the one doing the work. Do, do you know what I mean? So... No, 100%. Yeah, your your reports for your lads would be like strong
1: wrestling skills. <laughs> yes. Yeah. they just... just good, good ground game.
0: Good ground yeah. game. Good, good yeah.
1: ground and pound. So I can
0: a stretch, I could, I could uh, see not really a parent's evening, but maybe a phone call home, which most teachers have already been doing anyway. Why would you then have to create more workload by going, right, we're going we to... Because, I mean, I, I've talked about this previously. End of year written reports are a complete and utter waste of time anyway. They're not fit for purpose. I can't understand why in this day and age schools are still expected to write as much as some schools are, especially when you've got tools that allow you co- to communicate with parents throughout the year. So I always bang on about the likes of Seesaw, and you, you, you're you on the receiving end of it as a parent with Isla, at Isla School. I'm on the receiving end of it as a parent. You know, all my training talks about how to use Seesaw for all sorts, including as a parental engagement tool. So as a parent, if you're you know linking to what your child's doing in class through something like seesaw and day in day out you're getting a little insight into what they've been doing the progress they've been making why then would a teacher need to regurgitate all of that information in written form just to send a report like for me an end of year written report in this day and age should be no more than a page that might have a little bit of a tick box to say, you know, as far as assessments wise, assessment wise, then maybe just a, a paragraph, which is sort of a general teacher comment. That's it. That's all that's needed. I don't need anything more than that. I, you know, if you're using those tools, you know, pre pandemic and now when we're back to school to share what the children have been doing each week or so, I know the progress the children have been making because I'm seeing it by connecting through those tools. But even worse, to then send a report when the child, majority of children have been at home for two months, it's just, it's just pointless. It's just absolutely pointless. And I think if you're at a school that's forcing you to do that, they need to give the red a wobble, honestly, because there's so Plus many. It, more- it's
1: it's a case of like the parents would be calling teachers out a lot of the time, if the parent, you know, if you've had a tough time home learning with your children, and then. Your teacher writes a report saying, Oh, it's been an absolute pleasure having Jimmy back in class. He's such a wonderful member of the class. As a parent, you'd be like, bullshit. shit. Yeah, yeah. He's been an absolute nightmare for two months. Yeah. So don't think, Jimmy, that you can go back in school and be all good. You know, I'm bald now, Jimmy.
0: Yeah. Nice one. If anything, the parents will be digging out reports from last year and holding you to account. Listen here, you—you you said he was an absolute yeah. pleasure. You said he listens. That little, yeah, he don't listen at all. Yeah. you yeah. Um, said he was. A, he said he was a bubbly
1: member of the class. You didn't <laughs> tell me that he was an absolute gumshite.
0: <laughs> oh God! I mean, it's just—we've got enough on our plate, haven't we? I mean, again, it's another example of how little consideration is given to. You know what teachers are going through outside of the classroom as well. You know I can't imagine there's going to be many parents up and down the country that would be expecting a report. So if parents aren't expecting it, why are teachers doing it when you've not taught the majority of your class properly? And I've obviously you've been doing the remote learning, but most parents <coughs> are up to date with it. They've been there. They've been supporting. So they don't then need a piece of paper to show. And especially, and, and to be fair, when that's been so tough for a lot of families. You know, if you're, if you know that a child has dipped in and out, probably hasn't engaged as much for whatever reason, and you've got to write that on a piece of paper, you're basically rubbing it in a parent's face who might well have been struggling massively to look after the children as well as hold down their own job. I just, I just can't understand and comprehend why any school would think it was a good idea for anyone.
1: Yeah. I think, I think in this, in this current, kind of situation the old current climate as everyone likes to say it's just kind of like just a bit of common (laughs) sense like let's just let's not put any extras on let's not let's not do anything silly you know it's been a a bad year
0: yeah and i I, it's been an incredibly bad year but i like to focus on the positive so with a lot of the training that i've been doing recently um like yesterday i had to do a full day zoom um which has been the first full day zoom i've done since before christmas and it is it is tough that like full day talking non-stop for six hours with little to no interaction it, it you know My it God, was great you have to pay me to attend that <laughs> yeah it was great and the teachers you know the feedback was really positive but it is it, i was absolutely shattered yesterday um different kind of tired and and what i keep saying on all these training sessions is look like for years i know we probably look back at teaching pre-pandemic And we probably look at it fondly now, like, oh, I wish it was like that. You know, I wish we could go back to it. But let's not kid ourselves. There was a lot of issues back then. There was a lot of, you know, problems. You know, there was a huge retention crisis. That's probably going to be worsened now with everything going on. And, you know, I'd run and talk about, you know, how teachers love a bit of faff and all this sort of stuff. And what's been great about the pandemic, and don't get me wrong, there's been plenty of negatives, but one positive that's come out of it is a lot of the faff stopped you know a lot of schools had to take stock of what actually mattered which was just you know providing the best possible education for the children so a lot of things that we were doing before stopped happening now what we've got to make sure we do as a profession and I think the biggest mistake we'll make here is not use this as an opportunity to almost press the reset button on a lot of things and just ask that question of you know, is this really relevant? Is this really the best use of teachers' time? Is this really going to have an impact on children's learning? Because if it was a no back then, it's going to even be a bigger no now. And I think things like written reports, when most schools have had to embrace, you know, technology in some way, shape or form, whether it's Seesaw, Class Dojo, whatever it might be, you know, you've got the perfect opportunity to sort of continue to build on that now that it shouldn 't be a case of oh now we 're back in school full time, we can forget what we were doing before we can carry on uh, building to make our lives easier and just create a better connection between parents and and, and I, I completely agree with what you 're saying, but i don 't have
1: faith that that the reset button will get pressed. you know like old school toys yeah. where you 'd have to find like a really thin piece of wire to to push into the toy to <laughs> click the reset button. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. There's no way Gav is finding that wire. There's yeah. no way that he's gonna put himself. You know, I, I think it's in Toy Story, isn't it? I think Woody uses his finger, doesn't he, to to reset Buzz or, or something like that. Spanish. Yeah, I think Toy Story Three. Yeah. So it's a bit like I just you know, to, to get the reset, it's gonna take it's gonna take patience and it's gonna take a big call to just click it yeah. and find that little thin piece of material. It's and I know that Gavin's definitely got a thin piece, <laughs> but he's uh,
0: he's not going to use it on the reset button. It's just, I think it's more down to schools. It's schools willing to take the opportunity. It's schools willing to say, actually, uh, you know, teachers have proved themselves p- through the past year. So we're going to trust them. if they're, If they're still standing, if they're still willing to come into class, given everything that's happened in the last year, the least we can do is go out of our way to try and help them get a decent work-life balance. And, and you know, hashtag stop the faff is what I, I'm going to say. Hashtag mm-hmm. stop the faff. That needs to be trending. Because, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it it just wound me up when I was reading that. And I think the comments were agreeing completely on the uh, on whoever it was who shared it on the Facebook group. I can't remember your name off the top of my head. Apologies. But it caught my attention. I was like, honest to God, who, who's A, got the time, B, got the inclination, and four, <laughs> do you remember that Phil Neville clip? Have you ever watched that Phil Neville clip where he's uh, being interviewed? Yeah. He goes, yeah <laughs> where he's listed. It's such a classic, isn't it? Where he goes, you know, there's four reasons. One, he can do this. One, he can do that. One, he can do this. And and four, and he just completely confused himself. I love that. No, it's uh, it,
1: is, it is true. Uh, stop the faff. I like it. Hashtag stop um, the faff.
0: Maybe that can be our movement, but- our podcast movement. Hashtag stop the faff. We can turn it merch, we can merch it. Well,
1: I I feel like we had a hand in Twizzlers coming back, so I'd never (laughs) say never. Yeah. Um, Right, I'm back. I've got some jokes
0: for you. Right, okay, let's play the jingle.
2: Joke, 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 joke. Joke, 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 joke. Joke, 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 joke. Joke, joke, jokes,
1: Right, so I have got I've got a few to whistle through here. Um and they're just they're just they're just such happy jokes. Just jokes that'll just bring a smile to your face. So. First things first. There was once a king who was only 12 inches tall. He was a terrible king, but made a great ruler. <laughs> 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 this one's a great one. And this one, I feel like everyone, uh, you know, in the last year in lockdown and stuff would will get. My doctorate has... Sorry, my doctor has advised me to stop drinking alcohol. It's going to be a massive change for me. I've been with that doctor for 15 years. (laughs) Love that. This one, my wife is thinking of leaving me because of my obsession with poker, but I think she's bluffing. (laughs) My dad told me his password is Mickey, Minnie, Goofy, Donald, Pluto, Huey, Louie, Dewey, Dublin. Because he was told his password had to contain eight characters and at least one capital.
0: <laughs> That's good. Oh uh,
1: god. Did you hear about the mermaid who liked math? She <laughs> wore an algae bra. <laughs> too good i've got two more i've got two more what happens when the frog parks illegally he gets towed (laughs) 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 and now this this is the other mr p's joke of the week i think i think this is going to be an extra little add-on at the end right i'm going to give you the. i'm going to give you the the entrees. And then here's the main course, the old duck a la orange. <laughs> How does the rock pee? He Dwayne's his Johnson. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: you, you are welcome. You are so, <laughs> so welcome. <laughs> That's great.
0: <laughs> right. So um, we did visit Nana Maureen. Uh, To film her bits for the live episode And so we managed to catch up and get a quick word of her So let's play her jingle Yes guys, we are here with the one and only Nana Maureen How are we doing, Nana?
2: Oh, fantastic (laughs)
0: and <laughs> <laughs> why is that? Why are you fantastic? i
2: all my injections.
0: Yeah?
2: And I feel like a spring chicken.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Which one did you have?
2: Oh, now you're asking. There's <laughs> that many going. I've no idea. Was
0: it the visor one?
2: The visor.
0: Yeah, so you weren't too ill afterwards? No, no. Good, good. So, it's been a year, a full year of lockdown... How's it been for you?
2: Very, very sad. Mm. Very weepy. Um, Just wonderful to see the grandchildren outside. They come and visit me outside.
0: Yeah.
2: And uh, it lifts me. So I was happy, really, but sad as well.
0: But we're coming out the other side now.
2: Wonderful, wonderful yeah. news. I feel on top of the world <laughs> and I'm ready to go. <laughs> ready to party. Ready to party.
0: So uh, what would you like to say to all the listeners as we head into Easter with our next live episode just round the corner?
2: To all them beautiful teachers who's been strong, healthy and led the children into school again. God bless you all. And I hope you have a wonderful Easter holiday and find the chocolate Easter eggs.
0: Yeah, and get your tickets.
2: (laughs) And get your tickets, because uh, believe you me, smiling and, and being happy is the main thing in life.
0: Absolutely inspiring. Right, thank you very much, Nana. We are once again proud to be sponsored by P.E. Passport. Now, remember, if you go to the website primarypepassport.co.uk and quote two Mr. P's in a pod, you will get 10% off any product. Now, we have previously talked about P.E. Passport and what an amazing tool it is to support teachers in embedding primary physical education effectively. And this week, we want to talk about one of the features, which is the Pippa and Eddie Active EYFS Adventures. These have now been added to the Passport... And it's an EYFS-specific character-based scheme of work. It follows Pippa and Eddie across six different stories. And it's designed to be told as stories by the teachers as the children learn the basics of fundamental movement skills. They are now available to add to your long-term plan in the PE Passport and additional access direct through the website. You can check it out by going to eyfspeadventures.com. Have a look, share it with your EYFS staff. It is absolutely brilliant. The thing kids today wouldn't have a clue about. Uh, again, I've got another things kids know nothing about, or things can... What, what's the actor? I can't remember what the what the, the, the things kids the things kids today. Don't have a clue about right, the things kids today don't have a clue about right. So I made a little TikTok the other day. Um, I don't know what inspired it, but I was thinking, what do you reckon different teachers' favourite shops are based on what subject they teach? Right. So I had a little guess. Um, so it, it wasn't supermarkets. It's just shops, and it's not like online. Just just shops, right? Old so- school
1: shops, yeah.
0: Yeah, so if I uh, let's see if you match up with with what I guessed. So the okay. en- English subject leader, what do you reckon their favourite shop would be? Uh, like uh, like a book, like Waterstones. Well done, that is correct. That's exactly what I guessed. Right, uh, maths.
1: Uh ooh, maths. <laughs> like the Namco Station, like an arcade. <laughs> it's not a shop <laughs> oh yeah true uh uh oh i don't
0: know i'm stuck on that one post office no i went i went um home bargains you know what i mean like huh? well they're good with money aren't they? they they're clued up with money looking for bargains hunting for you know oh yeah that's survivor, fair. all that sort of jazz right yeah, science, okay. science subject leader uh science subject leader.
1: Uh, uh do you know what's bad? I can't even think of shops because I've so long since I've yeah, been in any. I think
0: most of these uh, I went with uh super drug or oh, boots, yeah that or boots, yeah or boots super um, drug or boots, yeah PE
1: Sports Direct, yes. Uh it's because I teach PE and I love sports direct
0: <laughs> <laughs> MF sports not... direct that come UK's number one. Modern foreign languages, MFL. Thomas Cook. No, I went Bon Marche. Bon Marche. <laughs> bon Marche? Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh God. I can imagine that I get like, there'd be so many MFL teachers triggered by <laughs> that. It's the only sham I could think that wasn't was an was English Bon Marche. <laughs> right. Geography. Uh,
1: geography. Where where sell globes? (laughs) W H
0: Smith. Nah, I won't go outdoors.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Or that other one. What's that other one? The range.
0: (laughs) The range. Yeah.
1: Home, home on the range.
0: The art coordinator.
1: Uh the art coordinator. That's gotta be like stationary box.
0: Oh, it's a good shout. It's a good shout. Yeah. Yeah. Stationary box is a good shout. I went with Hobbycraft. Right. I could I've have heard of Hobbycraft. I've got the hobby craft. Not heard of Hobbycraft. The only uh, one I couldn't I couldn't pick out was a history one. Like Woolworths. Yeah, maybe, yeah. I was thinking maybe like a history. museum gift shop. Because it's history. Yeah. But um, I hope you got that. <laughs> Did you get that? Yeah, because it's it's no longer. Yeah. Yeah. But what what about um, music? Deserved, deserved a lol. <laughs> you what? Music. Music. HMV. Right. So this is what I'm. This is what it's bringing me to. It was a long com. <laughs> it's a long way around. But the kids. Yeah, that- I'm nearly asleep. <laughs> yeah, the things kids don't know about good old hmv what a shop that was back in the- is it is it still going there, there is
1: there is some the there is some branches still still open but they're nowhere near as big and yeah it's nowhere near oh god i used to love hmv i
0: oh, just uh, i mean i was more a cds man you were the dvd man weren't you you were, you were all about yeah. the dvds whereas i was more the uh cds the music, yeah, things. Um, but do you remember like it used to have a bit of merch? Do you remember the posters it used to have? Do you, do you remember where you'd go into H H&M and M and it would have like those flick through of H&M H&M the H&M, different po- sorry, oh, what am I saying? HMV and they'd have that post- yeah,
1: yeah, the, yeah, like the big the big like cases and you go in like
0: <laughs> yeah, you whizzing find, through like, them a
1: poster and they just yeah, be I love some of the I most- bought a Star Wars one from there.
0: There was always yeah, some yeah. random posters in there. There'd always be like a Simpsons poster, a South Park yeah. poster. Um, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I loved I loved HMV. I, if I was ever at the Trafford Centre, I'd always just pop in and have a look, see if I could, because they used to have a good few deals on box sets, didn't they?
1: Yeah, yeah, they, they used to have, and then at Christmas, they always used to have like three for 20 or something. Yeah, yeah. Which, You know, it was just, I I loved it. I loved HMV. Yeah. Uh, And I didn't mind, I didn't mind a Virgin Megastore either, to be honest.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like, I remember when I worked at Next, uh, we were obviously Next Kids were next door to Virgin Megastore. And when I went down to the van to get the delivery, Virgin Megastore staff came and just emptied this box into the bin. And as I walked past the bin, there was just loads of them, of them cylinder plastic rolled up posters just piled into this thing in the really? bin. Yeah. So I was an absolute dustbin baby. I jumped in, <laughs> got all of them out, Yeah, brought them up to kids' wear, like stashed them in my locker, and then went home with them and then opened them up. And they were honestly, they were dog dirt. They were, <laughs> it was like there was a massive unicorn one. And stuff, and I, I was a just reason a bit why they in the, bin. the I didn't have the catalog to see what I'd picked up because they used to sort of have a number, didn't they? Like a three, yeah. A3.
0: yeah, yeah. Oh, but, so um, good, that I is st- me I stumbled across this uh Twitter thread which had me uh had me laughing. So it was from a, uh, a girl called Laura, and it was like 11 years ago, I worked in a HMV store, and it still remains one of the most surreal employments I've ever had. Here are some of the highlights. There was an old man who came in every week asking where the adult DVDs were. Every time you showed him, he'd grab his chest, yelp, and pretend to faint, all in a desperate attempt to get one of the female members of staff to give him mouth to mouth.
1: The what? <laughs> yeah. That's
0: but wait. No <laughs> um a colleague called in one day to say his mum had died. Rightfully so, they gave him time off with pay so he could grieve. Except one day, an angry woman came in demanding to see the manager. It was this guy's very alive mum asking why they hadn't scheduled her son on the rotor. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, right. Another bloke got fired because he was stealing money from the till and getting it up up to the staff room by hiding it in... A Keeping Up Appearances box set. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: would have
2: done it
0: in an Ocean's Eleven box set. Yeah. It's really <laughs> mean it good. Um, I mean, it just sounds like it, was, it sounds like it was so much more exciting than next. On Christmas Eve, a man came in at five o'clock and asked if we had the new Girls Aloud album. I said we'd literally just sold out. He asked if I could order it before 7pm that evening. I said No. You then kick down a display. (laughs) (laughs) Another woman came in and asked if we had a High School Musical 3 on DVD. I said it was only on cinema release and won't be available to buy until next year. She grabbed my collar, pulled my face an inch from hers, looked me dead in the eyes and went, shit brain. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) That was hilarious. And this one, (laughs) one day a bloke came in wearing a pair of sunglasses claiming he was Paul Weller. (laughs) He asked if he could have a selection of CDs by the jam for free as he'd misplaced his copies.
1: (laughs) I should have done that about Simply Red.
0: (laughs) I should have gone in and been like, Oh, no. <laughs> you should have gone in as that guy off the X Factor. Who's the guy off the X Factor that you look like the older guy? Daniel Evans. Daniel Evans. Daniel Evans.
1: You know, the thing is, people listening to this <laughs> won't understand the Daniel Evans reference at all.
0: Google Unless
1: it. Heads.
0: Google it. Right. This one to finish off because this is a great O. And it will lead me into some moros. A man threatened legal action when he discovered that instead of a staff member ordering ordering him Candyman, the horror film, they ordered (laughs) they ordered the CD single of Candyman by Christina Aguilera.
1: Legal, legal action. Sweden, sugar, Candyman.
0: Um, the thing is, the thing is, um, Candyman is not a great film, is it? (laughs) So why are you that bothered? Candyman's not a not a great one. Oh, that really tickled me. That I mean, you know, plenty of teachers obviously probably started their work career while they were at uni or you know at school and they'd have been uh, doing a few a few shifts in retail. So if you've got a story of your time in retail, that matches that just some of the weird weird behavior weird requests anything like that um, do let us know because they they certainly did give us a give no, us a giggle
1: brilliant,
0: yeah right but I have got some uh, I've got some uh, well I've got one oh well I've got an o oh, but then I've got some cringe so I'll go with the o oh first and then we'll play the play the cringe oh I don't know when
1: you Terrible shout, and you don't know what you're talking about. Everyone remembers what I know.
0: Right, so here's your O of the episode. Um, just seen your story and got one for you. Although I prefer to be anonymous, it genuinely wasn't me, but another teacher. <laughs> right, <laughs> plain <and> articulate <laughs> last year. Person round. Clues given. Plays football. Local boy now plays for Liverpool. Someone shouts.
1: Oh sorry. Oh sorry. Are you oh, asking me? I was asking you if you could guess who it was. I thought you were telling the story. Right, sorry. So local boy now plays for Liverpool.
0: Well, it must be old. He now plays for Brighton, I think.
1: Oh uh, uh Lalana.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Adam Lalana? <laughs> no. Oh. Who's the Dalai Lama then?
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> thought the Dalai oh Lama was uh, Adam Lalana. <laughs> Adam Lalana. <laughs> Shocking. And this one, anonymous as always. I just finished an MS Teams meeting with my year four class and thought all the children had left. So I turned to my teacher, as I'm currently a trainee, and called a child a cockwomble. Said child was still in the meeting, and my mic was on.
1: <laughs> oh, no. That's such a painful O, that.
0: as a you yeah.
1: Be, you can't be risking it like that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah, a couple of, uh, couple of O's there. But then, right, I don't know if you knew this, but um, on Tuesday, or last week, I think it was, it was National Awkward Moments Day on the 18th of March. No. I didn't know this was a thing, and it's uh, and I've got some comments on the post. So, Manchester Evening News today is apparently National Awkward Moments Day. Let's hear your stories. Oh my, have I got some for you? So let's play the cringe jingle because honestly, some of these are brilliant.
1: What did I see? I want to die. For in my mouth, I want to cry, and that's what's going on. Nothing's fine, it's cringe. I'm all out of faith. This is how I feel. I'm embarrassed and ashamed, lying naked on the floor.
0: Okay, so here we go. Awkward moments, which can fit into the cringe category. So when you bump into Sunita in Asda and think she's your GP, but she's not because she's Sunita of LAUGHTER <laughs> um, having my rather protrude, protrude, uh, protruding tummy patted by a Turkish waiter then he patted my husband on the head and called him daddy I was 52 years old I had to tell him there was no baby it was just a fat stomach
1: <laughs> and the- I, I, I honestly I never ever ever understand people who who make the shout about pregnant people. Like, it's just... Even if if it was a random person who I was just meeting and there was the clear-as-day baby bump there, I would not acknowledge the baby bump until they said, oh, not long to go until I have a child. Because I've known of situations and stories where it makes me feel ill that people say it. And uh, (laughs) Courtney John... Botany John said it to Kim, my wife. Do you not remember? No. He was like, he was like, he was leathered and Kim was drinking and he said something like, are you pregnant again? And she was like, no, I'm drinking with you. And he was like, oh, sorry. I think I've made a boo-boo. I was (laughs) like, of course you have, you absolute tool. I had to like talk Kim down. (laughs)
0: Joke shot. <laughs> right um <laughs> this to be fair is more of a no but it's a few years ago my husband popped to tesco one early sunday morning as he was walking into the store you noticed know, his people stood around the checkouts waiting in silence he suddenly remembered it was remembrance day and stopped dead in his tracks bowing his head in respect as he stood there in silence he heard some guy talking on his phone and looked up briefly to give him a dirty look After about 30 seconds of being stood there with his head down, he suddenly realised it wasn't Remembrance Sunday. The checkouts just opened later on a Sunday and everyone was just waiting around for them to open. (laughs) 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 On a Tuesday. (laughs) (laughs) Just being like... Why is everyone so so quiet? And then, oh, it must be remembering Sunday, just standing there, just bowing your head and then giving dirty looks, giving dirty looks to people on the phone only to realise it's... (laughs) (laughs)
2: it's,
0: Oh, I've got two more. I told the woman who bumped into me to watch where she was going and walked off. I looked back to give her an evil stare and that's when I noticed it, her white stick. I gasped in horror, as did everyone in the shop. I made a rather fast sheepish sheepish exit.
1: <laughs> I'd have I'd have done a two minute silence for him <laughs> if, yeah. if I was in that shop. Do you know what I mean? I'd have been like, "Please, everyone, join us in that absolute oh that, <laughs> that that guy just made."
0: Oh, there's so many. I asked I asked a ice green van. Uh, I asked an ice green van once for two sixty nines instead of nine. nine. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh my god that's class
0: working at a store that gives loyalty points i said to this guy put your card in and press the green button looking to the female he was with i said do you have a loyalty card the least you can do is give your mum the points as she is paid he said um that's my wife
1: oh no
0: ended i didn't hear him as he leaned closer got eye contact and said excuse me that's my wife
1: Oh, my God. Honestly, I can't deal with situations. If people are listening to this, I guarantee they're cringing like I am because you can't.
0: That is the sort of stuff where it's just like, oh, my God. Yeah. um, Right. I work in a restaurant and one night a well-dressed gentleman came over at the end of his evening, thanked me for a nice meal and politely stretched his arm across the bar with his fist clenched, thinking he was more street than me. I went ahead and fist-pumped him. He looked at me a little confused and said, no, I've got some rubbish in my hand I want you to throw away.
1: (laughs) They're my favourite. They are. The same
0: person. The same person. (laughs) Another time. (laughs) Another time. A gentleman alerted me to a faulty pepper mill. He'd gone to Dusty's lasagna and said pepper mill, and the lid had come off covering his entire meal in pepper. He didn't want a fresh meal, just the table cleaning up, as it had gone everywhere, all over his phone, keys, hat that he'd put on the table. I grabbed the cloth and headed over. After cleaning the the table of condiments, I picked up the cloth and wiped all the pepper away from the tabletop. As I shook the cloth clean, I was horrified to see that I'd actually used his white knitted hat and not the cloth. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my i really hope that was all in the same shift what a night first of all fist bumping someone who's giving you rubbish and then and then cleaning up a table with oh, like you, someone's you, right, oh hat there is so many on this this thread there's literally thousands of comments but i'll have to i'll have to leave it there but oh god some of them have given us a right giggle um, and like I say, we've got some cracking, cracking stories to share on the live app as well next week. So do get your tickets. Um, right. You've got some stories, haven't you? I've got some injuries and some stories to finish. Yeah. Right. So should we go with injuries first?
1: Go injuries first, yeah, because the three quick ones. Late night limp home work sucks i know i got injured in my school and now i feel like a fool saying ain't so i will not go sat in a I want to go home a child stole all the blue tack off the posters around the corridors and made a wonderful sculpture of an alien it was actually really impressive. SLT came in asking why that why all the posters were on the floor in the corridor. Then they saw the massive sculpture. I took the sculpture to show the SLT members to explain, and the kid was so angry that I took it away, he full on volleyed me in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> For what, <laughs> Gerard? <laughs> oh, um, you did that! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is funny this in the summer term last year um and i had been asked to help out with the year six bubble ahead of me starting my nqt year in the following september i was only a couple of days in and it was playtime, and some of the boys wanted to play football there but there wasn't enough of them so i decided to show them how to play wally
0: oh, i decided to what join in what a game, what a game by, by the way, way.
1: What I played game? a bit of Wally before I went off, and it was class. I joined yeah. in, smashed it. Smashed them year
0: fours. Me. I think, um, I think that's what I'm gonna play. This when I'm on break duty, just get some kids and play Wally. Just, yeah, <laughs> just to roll back the years.
1: It says I decided to join in and booted the football off the wall. As my foot hit the ball, my knee cracked, partially dislocating. Oh wow. I was on my own and it. it I was on my own and knew no other teaching staff. Had have done this. Uh, sorry. I was on my own and knew no other teaching staff. I've done this a couple of times before. So I hobbled over to the bench trying to play it cool in front of the children. You did not play it cool. You you shanked a shot, dislocated your knee first up at Wally, and then again. <laughs> The kids would have watched you dragging your leg to the bench. <laughs>
0: like Kaiser Sozi at the end of Usual Suspects.
1: Yeah. And then it says, I spent the rest of the day in agony, wheeling around in a wheelchair so I didn't have to walk. Let's just say I didn't have to show off my football skills again. <laughs> Funny that. I love that though. That's my favorite bit. I hobbled over to a bench trying to play it cool in front of the children. If you're a year six... And a yeah. member of staff goes, yeah, I'm didn't play Wally. First shot, dislocates the knee. you would be like, Carlos yeah. <laughs> And then this one, this is probably the most violent injury in podcast history. But mm. then there's a little bit of a twist of like, it's that unbelievable. It's, yeah. It's, it's true. So thanks for all you're doing. I love the pod.
0: Nice. This is an Strong injury start. that
1: happened at my secondary school. Yeah, this is an injury that happened at my secondary school just before I started there. During a PE lesson, a javelin PE lesson, a boy slipped on some mud and one of the javelins stuck in the ground went through his neck. What? It went, it went right through to the other side, impaling him. Jeez. Miraculously, it missed his windpipe and made your blood vessels he couldn't he couldn't fit in the ambulance, so the fire brigade had to cut either side of the javelin off carefully so the vibrations from their cutting equipment didn't cause any other damage. Jeez. Doesn't sound real, does it? But totally true story, and actually was reconstructed on the 90s TV program 999 with Michael <laughs> Burke.
0: <laughs> oh, what a throwback! Oh, we used to watch that religiously. Suffice to say, nine, nine, there was nine. always a massive.
1: There was always a massive safety lesson before the javelin. After that, that's that is
0: that is that unreal. is unbelievable, isn't it? If you were there though, what would you have said? I'd have gone up to the guy and go like, "Mate, you've got something on your neck. <laughs> you got something on your neck, man.
1: <laughs> Just got a little something." I'd have, gone, I'd have said something like. Measurement of zero <laughs> point one meters. <laughs> oh, let me get,
0: let me get this right. Let me get this right. So he slipped and thrown the javelin, and then it's like gone into someone else's neck. Or he's no, no. So I neck.
1: I think I think that the javelin was in the ground, and the right. boy slipped on some mud, and the javelin that was stuck in the ground, he ended up falling on. So it's like a scene out of Braveheart. Uh, well, Javelin's a mass how big's, how big's the kid? You, you you honestly, it's like I was there, I wasn't there.
0: <laughs> Bloody Do hell, you know that's, what I mean, that's it, it, that's,
1: it,
0: that's, I that's uh, that's tough. Go, but as long as, long as he's all right, I'm, ta- I'm taking it that he's all right isn't it because, like, as long as the Javelin stays in there, you don't bleed. It's only if someone would have tried to pull it out that it have started bleeding and it have been in well, trouble
1: what, what are you? What what a story though. Yeah. hopefully he can tell <laughs> hopefully he'll be able to sell it um, but what a, <laughs> what a story um, but yeah so that's teacher injuries but I have got just a couple of quick uh, stories to finish us off today and uh, before I do tell these, I'm going to finish with a story that is such a teacher win right. it's, it's amazing yeah. just when when the stars align Yeah. Uh, so yeah let's hit the stories jingle oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, listener stories. Uh, uh, Mr. P's bringing the heat. Uh. Ha, ha Can y'all hear that? Can y'all hear that? Ha ha! Check it out. Yeah! Right, so during my NQT year, I was teaching in a rough city primary in a notorious year two class. Considering their age, the class were horrifically behaved and their parents weren't much better. One lad in particular... Let's call him A. Right, this is great for whoever <laughs> said this. Let's call him A in brackets hole.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I thought that was brilliant. So let's call him A. Was being very destructive even by his, his standards. He tipped a large box of Lego all over the carpet in a rage and he'd been asked to tidy it up. Predictably, he asked to go to the toilet. I said to him he could go straight after he'd put all the Lego back. He then proceeded to protest, claiming he was desperate and told uh, told me I wasn't allowed to make him wait. I repeated my request. You're not going until the Lego is packed away. He then proceeded to force out a poo and shake it out of his trousers and onto the rug. We called his mum to school to explain what he had done. She took his hand, which is grim anyway, because surely, you know... I was going to say, though,
0: sit. I was going to say, please say that kid kept eye contact with that teacher right the way through to the poo leaving to getting on the floor. Do you know what I mean? Like, just yeah. staring the teacher out for a while and then every so often just, just shaking the legs whilst, as the third comes out. his
1: down. face is getting redder. Yeah. And then it said, the, the mum... Came to school, took his hand, and said, "Well, that's what you get for not letting him go." <laughs> oh God! I know. Oh, I know. Parents, man. Um, I was doing supply at school, which had been known for having problems.
0: Is that is that the end of that teacher... story?
1: Sorry, yeah, that's the end of the story. Yeah. I'm gonna say that's so not the teacher
0: win. Thought. That's not the teacher win story, is it? Surely?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm saving a teacher win. Um. <laughs>
0: uh you um, know when, when he dropped the drop the log out he didn't then just like start building the lego around it or on it do you because that that's uh, what you don't want you don't want no uh, you don't
1: want that but i'll tell you what else as well you don't want that dozy kid to walk across <laughs> the carpet and stand in it because then you have to you'll have to ring them up, like, listen i'm sorry about your kid's kickers <laughs> but he stepped in human waste
0: yeah oh god um,
1: This one. So I was doing supply at a school which had been known for having problems. Three had teachers in two years. Had a register of 21 kids, but only 17 in class as four were in isolation. Some kids ran off and I asked what we do. The reply was, don't worry. They normally run over to Tesco and the Tesco staff bring them back. (laughs) Let's just say I didn't go back to that school. Hey, talk about every little helps. <laughs> isn't it? Going into Tesco, getting taken back.
0: Yeah, so what what's, what, what, what? do you do? Uh, do? I just work at a local Tesco, and then an hour a day I'm a lunchtime supervisor for the kids who so are coming in. Yeah. I bet, the staff about like, that though, it? I bet the staff are like, Billy, while you're there, meal deal, mate.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Chicken and bacon, Caesar wrap. A BLT pop. Right, so we're, we're, we've got one more. Well, we've got two more, Right. and then we've got, we've got this one, right? This one's going to get all the females listening in uproar, right? Okay. So year five RE lesson on weddings in different faiths. There's me, a female teacher, my female TA, and my female teaching student. The question I asked was, why do you think weddings are a happy occasion? <laughs> a boy who is usually a boy <laughs> who is usually very disengaged in lessons shoots his hand up, so I big him up. Like, wow, I'm so glad your hand's up. What do you think? <laughs> the boy stands up, looks me dead in the eye, and says, Weddings are a happy occasion for men they finally get someone to cook for them <laughs> then he sits down arms folded looking pleased with himself <laughs> watching the chaos unfold from his comment the <laughs> girls are shouting and the boys are giving him a standing ovation
0: <laughs> how old were they how old are they
1: year five
0: <laughs> he knew what he was doing there didn't he
1: Oh, did he? Did uh, he? I love that. Looked looked dead <laughs> in the eyes. <laughs> Funny. So here here is, we're going to finish today's episode. And before I say this, I do just want to say again, uh, the positive comments and everything about the, the weekly episodes, the support have been absolutely amazing. It's been a pleasure to keep you all entertained for an hour or so a week. So we really do appreciate it. Uh, all the support and and one last time make sure you get your tickets for a live uh, episode whether you can watch it live or not it's going to be special but here we go here's here's a lovely teacher win where the stars align and here it is the school i was working at now i'm guessing this is a high school had a no tolerance of cigarettes or lighters There was a set three-day suspension for anyone found with a cigarette. A boy decided he'd had enough of school for the week, so he waved a lighter and a cigarette in my face on yard duty. I told him to stop. He said, who's going to stop me? You and what army? Just then, the Australian army band walked around the corner from a concert that they were giving at the school, 60 plus soldiers walked towards him in uniform. (laughs) He walked over, gave me the smoke and a lighter, and walked back into the class, muttering, I knew the teacher was good, but that's ridiculous. (laughs) That's up there for me as one of the greatest. Oh, that is that. I mean, imagine. Cigarette and lighter going. Yeah, you and what army? Then suddenly there's an army there. <laughs> I absolutely love it.
0: <laughs> that is pure. Oh, that you're never going to top that as a teacher. You, will never get the stars will never align that way again. That is amazing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That is absolutely brilliant. Yeah, love it, love it. Right. Well, that does bring us to the end of another episode and the last episode of this term before our live episode next week so please do get your tickets um, like I say if you can't join us live you can watch at any point during the Easter holidays uh, the tickets are £5 you can get them from the Eventbrite website links on the website and please do keep sharing your stories We uh, they just give us such a giggle and hopefully you enjoy them too um, get involved in all the chat about the episode and any sort of school related banter that gets shared in the Facebook group and if you can if you can spare a couple of seconds go to apple podcasts and leave a review we really really do appreciate it so if we don't see you at the live episode next week have a restful easter break try and switch off as much as possible and you deserve to have a few days do not feel guilty about switching off and doing absolutely no work at all because you know this term has been dare i say it the toughest term ever I seem to jinx it (laughs) because the next turn then tends to be worse. But, um, yeah, have a good one. Uh, For everyone who's got a ticket, we'll see you next Thursday. And, uh, yeah, take care of yourselves. Stay safe.
1: Yeah, see ya.